Gamar Jabba from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from Thursday, the 9th of December, 2021. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. We will start today's show by telling you about some of the new policies that are set to be implemented in the new year. On Monday the 6th, the Georgian government announced that it will increase monthly pensions for individuals over the age of 60 from 240 lottie to 260 lottie, so it will become around 85 U.S. dollars. Pensioners over 70 will get 300 lottie, which is about $95. Also, according to Prime Minister Yadavashvili, pensions will be higher for those living in mountainous villages amounting to around 360 lottie, which is about 120 U.S. dollars. Last week on Friday, Prime Minister Khadivashvili announced that the budget for social rehabilitation and child care in 2021 will be 52 million lottie, about $17 million. It will be a 12 million lottie, or $4 million U.S. dollar increase from this year's budget. On Monday the 6th, Georgian government assigned property to 122 internally displaced families for the symbolic price of one lottie. Properties are located in Tbilisi and Kobuleti. You might know this from a few months back, but as part of the four-year strategic plan for the settlement of internally displaced families, the government plans to provide 13,000 families with new homes. According to the plan, a total of 8,000 apartments will be built. The government will purchase 5,000 houses in various cities of the country. The initiative is widely supported by Georgians who have seen the number of internally displaced families significantly grow in the past years. You remember the riots and protests related to the city assemblies and budget approvals of Batumi and Zudidi we mentioned last week? Well, on Friday the 3rd, new city assemblies elected in the local municipal elections back in October held the first sessions around the country. As you already know, the Georgian dream, Otsneba, failed to win the majority in the city assemblies in six out of 64 municipalities, Batumi, Zubdidi, Martvili, Rustavi, and Salanjicha. Now an update on Misha. On Tuesday the 7th, the state inspector's office fined the Georgian Ministry of Justice and the Special Penitentiary Service 2,000 lottie, which is about 650 U.S. dollars, for the release of Misha's videos in prison. According to the office, law enforcement agencies violated the law on personal data when they decided to release the videos of Misha eating and receiving the supplements while on hunger strike, as well as his transfer from Rustavi Prison to Guldani Prison Hospital. Misha's still at the Gordi Military Hospital. He's undergoing treatment after ending his 50-day hunger strike. As you know from past shows, after terminating the hunger strike, Misha was able to attend a few of his court sessions. On Wednesday the 8th, he announced on his Facebook page that due to the worsening of his condition, he could not attend the upcoming uh, court hearing scheduled for the next day. We also mentioned that 15 opposition activists were arrested at the rally in front of Tbilisi City Court for disobeying police during Misha's trial on the 29th of November. Their hearing was scheduled for Thursday the 9th. In his post, Misha emphasized that the only reason why he was disappointed he could not attend the hearing was that he wanted to encourage and support people who have suffered for months because of him. Other news, on Monday the 6th, falling rock on the Zubdidi-Mestia Highway near the village of Barjash blocked the only road to Zemosvaneti, according to the mayor of Mestia municipality, Capiton Giorgioliani. Due to the landslide, a large number of stones fell on the road and controlled explosions were used to clear the area. Vehicle movement on the road has now fully resumed. Now some COVID-related news. Georgia's daily confirmed cases remain over 4,000 
500 positive case rate stands at 8.5%. Due to the rise in coronavirus cases, kindergartens that were scheduled to open in Gurjani municipality will not resume operations. According to the head of the Association of Gurjani Preschool Institutions, Shorena Frodishvili, the kindergartens are expected to open in January. Great news for those who are waiting to get their booster shots. Government has reduced the booster shot interval from six to five months. And individuals who are vaccinated with the Chinese Sinopharm or Sinovac vaccines can get the booster dose three months after receiving the second shot of those vaccines. As of this week, about 36% of the country's adult population is fully vaccinated. As we mentioned in previous shows, in order to boost the vaccination rate, the Georgian government has implemented several projects such as vaccination marathons, pension bonuses. Despite these efforts, some people that are against getting vaccinated are trying to obtain the vaccination document illegally. On the 3rd of December, police arrested two doctors for making and selling false COVID-19 vaccination documents. Crime is punishable by three to six years in prison. On a more positive note, on Tuesday the 7th, Exhibition Hall opened in Parliament building named after the first female Georgian national hero of the democratic era, Mato Makashvili. Mato Makashvili died during the 1921 Red Army invasion of the First Democratic Republic of Georgia while she was still a student and a Red Cross nurse. Opening of the hall serves to provide more information to people, particularly youth, about Mato and other Georgian women who played an important role in the formation of the country. Remember Nona Gaprindashvili's loss lawsuit against Netflix that we mentioned a few months back. Lawsuit focuses on the reference to her in the TV series, The Queen's Gambit, where she is said to never have faced men in her chess matches. According to the lawsuit, by 1968, the year in which the specific episode is set, she had already competed against at least 59 male chess players, including over 10 grandmasters of that time. This week on the 7th, the lawsuit received a date for hearing with the United States District Court of California on the 24th of January next year, 2022. On Wednesday the 8th, Georgia joined the Creative Europe Program, which supports cultural and creative sectors in members and partner countries. The agreement was signed remotely by the Georgian Minister of Culture, Sport, and Youth, Ted Tsulukiani, and the European Commission's Commissioner for Innovation, Research, Culture, Education, Youth, Maria Gabriel. Georgia will be involved in the program during the next seven years. On Saturday the 4th, the Hidi Club in Tbilisi was closed and fined 10,000 lati, which is about 3,000 U.S. dollars, for violating COVID-19 restrictions. Despite the warnings of the Labor Inspection Office, that entering events and social gatherings is still restricted in the country. The club hosted an event ignoring the current epidemiological situation and regulations. Speaking of clubs, nightclubs in Georgia are expected to reopen on the 17th of December after almost a two-year pause. Labor Inspection Service will visit and inspect the clubs to decide which of them should be allowed to open. The Interagency Council will issue the final details about hosting safe events during the following week. On Monday the 6th, exhibitions in the underground stations of Tbilisi commenced. Three underground stations of the city are serving as exhibition spaces for 15 artists. Commuters entering the Marginashvili, Rustaveli, and Freedom Square stations of Tbilisi have the opportunity to view artworks and installations. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Georgia, let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nachwam